All right, settle down, people. We've got a lot to cover, and time is short. And it's doggy style. I've got another puzzle for you. Oompa loompa doompa da dee. If you are wise, you'll listen to gas, man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? A giant hairy creature, part ape, part man. Man, you got to check it out. It'll boogie woogie on your brain. on me for making this song got gas on your mind some people have said that you're retarded not me this song goes out to everybody who found a girl who's naughty and became more than friends find out that she was way too crazy to share a house and baby this song is not pretend down five minutes in a sack and you'll return with a dozen roses and some weed to burn think of babbling but nikki's always dabbling with coaches smoke your grass toss that ass like a javelin before you get thrown as a vice of my own you better take out take out take out another long Nikki's gonna spread her disease Don't bother to pay the father She can have no babies She'll take your money and she'll take your bends For the type of ecstasy She'll do you and a friend What a shame, what a shame Tricky Nikki's not the same She won't be broke, she got sucked in a cocaine game Coaches still won't make her feel good For an hour or two Till she woke up with a throat cut in a hospital room Oh, how about Kimmy I've spoke too much Seen my penance of paper, my Lips hit the Dutch. Well, you know how that goes, but let's continue to flow. About poor Tricky Nicky's son, Neri. Oh, it wasn't an emergency. She went out with a knife. Doctors urgently tried to save Nicky's life. There was a burglary. Too hot to fight. She was there with the dealer that she met that night. Whoa! girl turned the frown upside down five minutes in a sack and you'll return with a dozen roses and some weed to burn oh you think i'm lying but nikki didn't die and his scar on her neck will only reflect the pain she keeps inside yeah yeah some pastor story right on do that is all that you can do Cause Tricky Nicky's coming to a town near you.
It's my favorite recording ever. <laughs> In the history of me doing music radio, that is my favorite recording ever. I was like on the couch in my living room, Mike Pinto and the horn section. It was awesome. I loved it. And uh, it's a tricky Nicky, by the way, uh, Mike Pinto. Mike Pinto band, you should check out some of his music, uh, but do that on your own time because right now you're going global with gas. Man. And that's Carl the Intern hanging out with us here. It's Saturday. It's May 9th. And uh, we booked this about a month ago, I think. If not, maybe a little bit more than that. Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers are finally in studio. We got two <laughs> what? Two? What, uh, yeah. Give me some you fractions. You have a solid 50% of the band. I have a solid 50% of the band. A solid 50%. Right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Carol and Andy. Uh, Andy Brundo and... Uh, Brund- uh, Brunda. Brunda. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Carol Pacey. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we have all us in the <laughs> band. We have Benno yeah. DeLuca, okay. Dante Fiorenza, and Andy Brunda, and then me. Carol Pesci. <laughs> uh, you're an us uh, and E. I throw uh, an, I throw an, an all on the end if I'm feeling fun that night. Carol Pesci. <laughs> Carol Pesci. <laughs> oh, Carol Pesci. <laughs> nice. I enjoy it. I'm glad you're in. And this is cool nice because. Thanks for having us. I, oh, of course. You know, and uh, I'm gonna we're gonna play some live music here. We have you guys playing some acoustic a little uh-huh. bit, and I'm looking forward to that because you know it's funny we, we were just talking before the show is that how we we, we met about a year I don't know was it about a year ago maybe a little bit more than that yeah. Mm-hmm. And and finally here we are <laughs> on the show, but I mean it's it is what it, it's how it works you know sometimes you know and I was just telling you it's like sometimes when you when you're dealing with people in, in the industry of music, especially being a band trying to get your music out there and being heard, sometimes it takes a while if you know it's just, it's just the way it is you know and it's like one of those things that you can't take personal and that's what I learned yeah. as a radio guy is mm-hmm. when I reach out to program directors all the time it's like hey who wants to hire me who wants to hire me and crickets. Absolutely. Like, come on, man! I got, I, I, come on, anything, <laughs> right, cricket, right. cricket, and then it makes you think about yourself. You're like, oh no, yes. like, am I crappy? Am I little mommy? <laughs> you know what I mean? No. That's, and I don't, you know, you know, and and I realize sometimes I'm like, I'm, in, I'm actually in that situation because you know a lot of bands give me their music, and I'm like, oh, you know, it's like I'm inundated a lot. So some of it gets put on that pile of to listen to, and that mm-hmm. that pile sits there and it sits there, and then all of a sudden. You have to move, so that probably gets moved into a bag. <laughs> move it into a bag. But I've had your music on my computer, so I just haven't had the whole CD actually in my computer. Uh-huh. So we have been playing a few of your tunes anyway on my last station I was on. Sweet. I totally dig that. Thank <laughs> you. So, yes. Uh, roll, it's, uh, roll My Way. Roll My Way, right, mm-hmm. which you said is perfect for the new show on k Radio. I can't Radio. believe it's not an anthem already. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe it will be, because we'll, we'll, jam, we'll jam it a little bit later on, and we'll get a feel for it, and we'll, and we'll jam the rest of the uh, oh, CD and the as well. Other one was uh, Rock and Roll Saves. Yes, Rock and Roll Saves. So I I was saying because I've seen you perform now a few times since, and we've actually done shows together. We did the Bacon Fest, so that was fun. (laughs) Fun. Mm -hmm. Thank you for stepping up for that one. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, the bacon. Did you eat your bacon? Did you get a lot of bacon? I had a couple samples. It's really good. Yeah? Everything had bacon. That was so fun. Do you remember what bacon you had? I had, uh, it was like a sausage or a hot dog with bacon in it, and then um, like a slider with bacon. Yeah, okay. And there was... Oh, I had the... Um, you did the bacon on the stick ones? N- oh, no, I didn't. Really? But I did have a sample of that fudge with bacon in it. <laughs> and that was the best. <laughs> it it, it tasted like, uh, you know, like maple syrupy with the bacon. Right. Oh, so good. But, you know, you missed out, though, on, the, on those bacon sticks, man. That was some good. <laughs> the sweet chili tie was good. Oh, my God. Oh, did you have a bacon stick? I think I did. Did you? Yeah. I think I did. I, I went to all of the trucks and was like, just like, what do you have? What do you have? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, it was funny. We were, we were uh, thinking about music and bands to play. And actually, I uh, hit up uh, Kim right. from mm-hmm. the Bellwethers right. and now Three of Hearts. 
And, and now Black Rabbit. Black Rabbit. That's yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't make it. And she suggested you. I was like, that's perfect. You guys would be an awesome fit. And not only that, but you guys did awesome by kicking off the night or the day. So that was cool. So yes. thank you for doing that. Well, it was thank fun. you. It was fun. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, like, it was just a, it was a good day. So I, I was trying to say, like, for your music style, what would you say? Because I'm like, I don't know how to really explain it because I was trying to tell someone, like, yeah, I got, I got Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers. And and he was thinking of some kind of old school punk rock band, right? Oh. He got kind of thought of like, well, is it like old school punk or is it maybe old school like uh, maybe a retro '50s style sound or something like that or huh. kind of band? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I'm like, no, no, is um, I go, no, I don't know. It's kind of like a, that's like rock, but it's like it's kind of like country rock, but but not really, but not really. It's it's <laughs> it's rock that country people will like <laughs> in a sense, but you well, not really. But, I mean, I don't know. But I, I I see your crossover is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Your right, crossover no, from rock, and right. then you can also tap into that because right. a lot of. But I I just feel that. I mean, is that wrong? You want to no, hate no, on me for no, that? Or, no, no, no. I don't care. It would hit never me. I don't hate care. on you first. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just I don't know because I hate when I say it to bands. It's like, and that's probably like not what you're thinking. So. Well, I as a as a when I was solo and by myself on an acoustic guitar, it, everything always seemed to lean country. And then see, yeah, you just gave it, me crap for his. No, saying that. no, no. I'm <laughs> no, but we pl- we have played shows with bands that definitely on Are, the countryside, right, right, right. And their fans just look at us like we're what the is, devil. Oh, really? And so we're too yeah. we're too it's rocking weird. for country and too general country folks. But then we have a little bit of a punk element, right? Because we. We write like the love shows with like uh, battered suitcases, labor parties, oh, yeah. Scorpion versus Tarantula. We're we like every time hire us because yes. nice. we feel right. as that's not that, as intense in as area. El Hot Shot, but just you know it's fun. That, right. The energy, yeah. right? You want to keep that, yeah, right. exactly. Right. It's the energy that we're just high on. <laughs> but we've been we've been doing this for like three and a half years, and it's hard for me to still describe what we do. Well, I like how you describe it, though, because, like, so Andy, he has all of his influences. Our drummer, Benno, has all of his influences. Our, our, our bass player has all of his. So it all kind of comes together. So that's why I think you can't quite describe it, because you hear all the different influences. Right. All right well, speaking of then, what, mm-hmm. Andy, would be a few of your main influences, besides uh, your shirt wearing a Jimi Hendrix shirt? Oh, uh, yeah. Love Hendrix. Uh, yeah. Zeppelin, definitely. The Beatles. Um, Kiss. And uh, but then I go towards like Cheap Trick and the Replacements, too. So I think those would be. But of course I grew up in you know the '80s with the Van Halens and the guitar rock. So that's where I get a lot of you know, my solo stuff and harmonies and stuff right like on. that. So nice. mm-hmm. that's me. And Carol. Well, I well I, we were talking about our first concert. So I oh. grew up. Well, I was off, I I was off air for the, for anyone right, listening. Right, going, did I miss right. something? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so, <laughs> no. sorry, sorry, friends. So I'm I want to jump the gun on the first no, concert, no, no, but this no, was no. All right, so. Let's just go to it. Your first concert was your main influence in your life. Maybe. Okay, maybe. I think the first. I think I. I remember having candy, and I remember <laughs> <laughs> sitting cross like This is in Maryland, and anybody from Maryland, it was like I think. Was it Painter's Mill? And it was a stage in the round. It was actually Dion Warwick and Isaac Hayes. Really? My parents obviously couldn't find a babysitter. Dion Warwick and <laughs> so this is the, uh, so this is the the parent. That was a br- parent concert, you. right? Like, so, well, look, my parents. But, all right, go ahead. Yeah, I'll tell you what I was my just going to say. So, but and then and then uh, they also took us to some uh, country country concerts. So I 
was more grown up on country music. Right. And I remember taking a beating in middle school because I was like, I listen to this. And right. everybody's like, you are just could not be any more square, Carol. Right. And Annie still says that. But anyway, so, but my first concert concert, I'm trying to remember, I think it was Brian Adams. Huh? Was in on high your school. own, your Solid. first time on With your a, own that you wanted to go to? Yeah, was That was Brian your first Adams. one? Mm-hmm. was Brian Adams? Yeah, at Meriwether Post, Maryland Friends. Mm-hmm. Where's that at? Maryland? Maryland, That's yeah, an outdoor concert. Mm-hmm. Outdoor, was there, who was the opening act? That I don't recall. Was it... Uh, was Did you t- follow Brian was Adams? Was it Tiffany? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what's funny? I saw Brian Adams open up for all bands, the Rolling Stones. Wow. And that was in El Paso at their football stadium. And I had fifty yard line I had fifty yard line seats, but I was all the way to the top of the stadium mm-hmm. and you know, and they were on the end zone. So it was I, I enjoyed it. It was a good time. But I love it, how everybody remembers their stuff so much. You know what? I always I talk and that. I love talking concerts and i and I'm I'm I then this is gonna be a fun show. I'm telling you, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk concerts today. I just decided that's how that's <laughs> how the show's it. gonna roll I'll, today. I'm gonna Yay. have to go back to, to uh, Waffle <laughs> House and I'll let you two the talk. Waffle House. <laughs> I uh, my uh, first concert, my parents took me. It was Captain okay. and Tennille. Oh, cool. I love. <laughs> yes, that was Captain and Tennille. All I remember is there was the Greek Theater in L.A. And I just remember the big curtains on the side of the state of the, of the theater and just uh-huh. and turning blue and, you know, mm-hmm. and pa- pastel colors, you Did know. Did you get candy? I had candy. Did I get candy? <laughs> I had good and plenties. Oh, I, don't, I can't remember that part. <laughs> See, that's the I part I remember. I was too stoned. <laughs> Your parents took Were you five I must, It must have been a contact high. <laughs> Everybody was getting high at the Captain and Tennille show. You know that. <laughs> I that. All right. No, I don't know. I was I must have been maybe seven or six or seven, yeah. whatever. But that was my first concert. My my second concert was supposed to be my friends and I going to see Def Leppard uh-huh. at the LA Forum. And this is in eighty two or eighty three it was. See, look, you remember the year. Yeah. I just well, I do because there's I put a video, I posted a video. It's on my drive uh, I think it's on my drive with gas page on the Facebook. Uh-huh. Um, but it's on there. It's on my uh, my YouTube page too, is a video of all my tickets that I've retained. Throughout my concert going life, I saw that, and it that. started with I couldn't get the Captain and Tennille tickets, so <laughs> <laughs> but I still have my Def Leppard ticket. It was September 11th, two, uh, 1983, wow, at the LA Forum, Def Leppard, and then it just chronicles all the shows that I've seen by Bruce Springsteen. Uh-huh. Um, I have the Steel Pulse ticket on there that I've seen uh, over there with the with the English Beat. Um, I mean, my I, I've seen but George Clinton, I've seen. A mixture of music that's left and right, and when you see this, but the mainstay is metal, uh-huh. metal, metal, heavy metal. Yeah, I've seen Ozzy like five times. Yeah. I've seen Metallica like five times. Uh-huh. You know, I've seen Anthrax about four times. I've, I've I mean, Megadeth about four times. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's me- metal's where I'm at as far as going to see live shows. I uh-huh. never would have guessed that. Really, what would you have thought? The music. The, Every, just the, 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 the reggae music that we heard. The reggae music? That you were talking about. Yeah, but well, that's the kind, I've always had that in me to listen uh-huh. to it. Only recently have I really been submersed in it. Mm. Like in the last couple of years, really, when I've had uh, my first intern was uh, Matt. Uh-huh. And he was in a band, a reggae band, but he was also very tied in with the reggae scene. Mm-hmm. And he still is. And so he was just feeding me all these reggae bands coming into town. Mm-hmm. I was great. I loved it. You know, I was like, "This is great," and I love those guys. They're great people. I'm still friends with them to this day. So I just, I love, I like that style of music, but I don't listen to it all all the time. And I've sure. never 
with my music, I've never really, I mean, metal's been always my mainstay, and I've ventured off into here's and there's, but I don't like Let live the lifestyle. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Do I look like I might like metal? <laughs> I definitely wouldn't think punk, though. I I just had you pegged for country. I, and I think it's your accent, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you're from Maryland, though. That's the problem. Like, Why, why oh, do people have, talk like that oh, in Maryland? Oh, I have family from the South. Well, I I love I love punk music. You love punk music, I right. Well, hence your your cover song you use uh, from Dramarama. Right. But I also love... I, I don't it's the only one you do, by I the way. That's, I want to make sure everyone correct. knows that. You only correct. do one cover song, and that is it. Which that is, is it. I, I dig that. And we don't even do it like they do it. No. No, no. It's, it's, it's a, it's, I loved it. I loved the way you did it. It was such a surprise. Yeah. I was so proud of how it turned out. These guys just made it amazing. I contacted John Easdale from Dramarama. He wrote the song. He's the lead singer. Right. And I sent him our video doing it. Yeah. Like I confessed, you know, like a lot of people cover songs. He's he loved it. Yeah. And he loved that I contacted him, and he's like, "Enjoy your journey." Oh, right. He, on. It was so awesome. That's cool. And we're Facebook friends now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool. But that's the way you really should do it. You know, yeah. when you hear your song, go, they're playing my song. <laughs> oh, how, how they can't get no, come on. But man. when we slowed it down, it's a great song the way they do it, hands down, love it. Right. And, but. We were up in Cottonwood, and we were trying to extend a three-hour show. So we had been playing it a few times, and I was like, let's try that slow. And that's where it came from. And no people, way. So you started off just playing it like a normal, yeah. the way it normally is? Normally. Yeah. But, but what was weird about it is that uh, I'm not even sure that we were actually into our set. We were we just, just like, well, what off. happens if we played it slow? And I just said, well, maybe like this, thinking she would say, ah, yay or nay. But she sang <laughs> the whole song. And then the people loved it. They loved and it. so then we tried it with the band. And, and it was awesome. Yeah. Oh, right on. Well, we don't have that, unfortunately. No, no. no but it's, it's on YouTube. Anybody wants to go yeah. check right it on. out. Yeah, tell people, where, really cool. tell people where they are, and we'll jam out some uh, rock, rock and roll saves. Okay. Uh, the YouTube? Yeah, tell like, people where you're on. It's all under Pacey Publishing, LLC. But just look up our band name, Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers, and it should come up in Dramarama. It's fantastic. Sweet. All yes. right, let's jam this tune. We'll get a little, little taste <laughs> of the honey shakers here. And you're going global with gas. Man. <laughs> Good 
Yeah, I, I dig that, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> such, such an upbeat tempo, you know, such a good energy coming out. And that's why you uh, started off that bacon fest for a while. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, I dug it. I, I, I dig that. Uh, we're, uh, we're talking here with uh, Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers. And Rock and Roll Saves is that tune right here. They're also going to play some acoustic for us a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking forward to some of that. That song, Rock and Roll Saves, was picked up by Zia. It was on their compilation CD they put out this year. You heard us back when, or you heard us yes. when. Right. And okay. Went to a charity. Nice. So, yeah, that was on there. How did you get selected for that? I do not know. Because yeah? <laughs> <laughs> we've submitted three or four years in a row, and I wasn't even going to submit this year. I'm like, no, I can't take the crickets right. anymore. See, there you right? go. The crickets. Yeah. So Andy's like, ah, Carol. I'm like, ah, Andy. So I did. I submitted. I submitted that one. I think I submitted a uh, roll my way. Oh, okay. And that's the one they picked. We were like the last song on the last album. Like, we just made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You don't know that. No. I mean, I imagine laying no. out the tracks. It's, uh, maybe it, that is the first come, first serve your track maybe, number yeah, one. I don't know. But we were just like to be there. I don't know. If I was going to get a CD like that, I would check out every single track. Oh, thank it's you, right? Kevin. Wouldn't you? It's a pretty impressive uh, compilation, if you ask me. A lot of cool local acts. Oh, yeah. yeah. The comp- well, yeah, you know, Phoenix has, is, a, yeah. has a really huge music scene because Phoenix is a really huge city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, overall population-wise, I believe we're top six in the country. Wow. Yeah. And media market-wise, we're number 14. Hmm. Do really? You know, do you know what that means? Like, okay, so New York, Chicago, and L.A. are media markets one, two, and three. All right. Those are obviously the three biggest cities in the country. Mm-hmm. Phoenix is the sixth largest city in the country, but yet media market-wise only reaches to number 14. Eek. Why is that? It could be the Hispanic, non, non-American speaking people who sure. don't understand the media. So what's the point of including them into your demographics? Mm-hmm. Well, now, Kevin, I was just listening to the news the other day. Yes, yes. And Univision is really kicking butt. I know. And their numbers have skyrocketed. Right, but I don't know if our media market, because it doesn't make sense why we're number six market overall uh, population-wise, mm-hmm. but yet media market, we're 14. Mm-hmm. What else would you, how else would you equate, Carl, do you know? Like, how would you huh. equate that? Why the difference? Would it because I think that's a huge disparity right there, uh-huh. and I think considering we have six million people living in this in this uh, in this uh, city, you think about other cities who are in the fourteen range market, which would be like I, well, Denver's nineteen, okay. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Denver's nineteen. Mm-hmm. That's only five cities less than Phoenix in market wise, media market wise, and huh. Denver's a lot smaller than Phoenix. Yeah. I don't Come have, on, tell me. I'm just curious. I'm just, you know, because I'm in the media, I always keep an eye on that, those well, kind of I things. Well, I wish I'm they curious. paid attention more to the media because then maybe that would also translate into them going to see live shows. Well, that's the as we struggle. Though that's kind of where, you know what I'm talking about is getting into you know the, the local scene and how big it is because we are a large city mm-hmm. that there are so many places to play music, which is great, and any opportunity for a band to play is awesome. But the city music scene itself doesn't hold some of that, I think, it doesn't, I don't know, bring to the table what it could, I guess you could say, as far as being a music scene in Phoenix, Arizona. Right. As opposed to, you know, this bar clamoring to be the best place to watch music or this place to be in. There's no, for me, it's always been that centralized location 
never being here. There's no that one big area that people know to go to to get all your music. Well, it used, used to be to downtown be. Well, Tempe. It used to be downtown, yeah. right, exactly. And that's all, e- <laughs> it's all EDM. I think yeah. one bar is going to live music now. I think there's, a, well, some, a Castle Samba is doing yes. live music. Speaking yes. of the castle, we'll yes. be there tonight. Oh, you're playing tonight. <laughs> With Look actually some heavy bands. Look at that. I promoted you all natural. I that was <laughs> I know. So like, I mean, we were just feeding you. That yeah. was just it. it <laughs> we're came pulling out. in. <laughs> it worked, Carol. And, and I got to be honest High with five, you. High five, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I got to be honest with you. That is a, it's a great venue. I really dig it. Oh, I like it a lot. Yes, I have. Uh-huh. Oh, the, oh, my gosh. The new, new lounge? Well, they Did they, they bust had... the stage down and move it back? Yes. They just did that. They did that. I haven't been there it since. Is, well, what are you doing tonight? Well. We play at nine. I'll uh, see you then, Kevin. That's a possibility. <laughs> yes. Is it free? Totes. <laughs> so, yeah. Totally free. All right. Yeah, totally free. Yeah, look at if me. It's not a hook. It's not a hook up, Kevin. Hey, listen, I never expect that to happen. So I'm not like other DJs who are like, I yeah. can't believe my name wasn't on the list. Oh, Come out tonight, and <laughs> we're at nine, and then I think it's Foo, a it's band. L. Okay. Is it L I after us? L. E-L after then, us. Okay, L, after you. Foo, and, and then uh, DJ, DJ Mix. DJ yeah. Mix. So who's Stoner. before you? No. We're first. Oh, we you're first. Kick it off. Mm-hmm. Look at yeah. you guys. Yeah. All right, so nine o'clock tonight? Nine o'clock. Okay, Casa Samba. Yep. Nice. I'll have to check that out. So, okay. yes, there used to be really mill. A lot of bars used to have live music. That has gone to the wayside. So you got to look at the the new generation of kids going to going to college okay. you know what is going on like when i was in college yeah. i went to new mexico state university now this was you know in the early 90s so there wasn't a lot of distractions there was basically bars and and parties house right. parties that was right. it right. so I, I ended up uh, becoming a roommate with a guy who was a, a drummer in a band mm-hmm. and we uh, i just always hung out with him and his, and his bandmates you know that was that was it so Mm-hmm. Got to jump up, sing a couple songs once in a while. Born oh, yeah. to be a wild, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> I, I can do that one. I can do a little uh, Eddie Rabbit too, by the way. If you, oh, can if, you? If, if you want, do you love a rainy night? If you can bust, if you can bust <laughs> that one, or uh, I, I prefer uh, uh, driving my life away. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, too. A, that's, that's too. That's too appropriate for my life. Is okay, what it really right is. So, yeah, that's that's like one of my favorite songs. That's like a childhood, like you know. Um, uh, you say a, a, a guilty pleasure, uh-huh. you know, one of those songs. No, that's who admits nice. to liking Eddie Rabbit, right? Yes. <laughs> and who plays that during karaoke? <laughs> Nobody except this guy. <laughs> that's why I'm a hit in karaoke. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> People like it. All right, where are we? Where are we? we got lost again. I don't know. Oh, We're talking uh, live, oh, the live music yeah. here in Phoenix, and oh, and what the kids listen to these yeah, days. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. We were we. Where did we play? We I don't know if it was Casa. It was someplace on Mill. Nope. Hold on. No, it was a. Give me a second. It was Rips. We were playing at Rips. Okay, in Rips is the downtown Phoenix bar. And Small. We were, it's usually kind of a, I would say, um, a greaser kind of old school fifty yeah, style. Yeah, sort of. So, right. Yeah, kind of. It's got it, a lot of character. Play, yeah. 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 It's it's a great venue for yeah. music, and uh, we played and we were uh, loading back up and these younger, younger folks. <laughs> <laughs> the the girl we had a lot of good compliments that night and this this young, kids, this young yeah. lady they were college age kids and this young lady was like you know we just kind of came in didn't know what you got you know kind of came in stumbled upon you guys and we stayed for your whole set wow. we usually just listen to DJs yeah. we don't listen to live music and this was great they or she gave even us a really rock great music yeah. in general yeah. Yeah. yeah because they're so consumed with this EDM and the, and their mm-hmm. iPhones that they're just mm-hmm. buried into it they don't have time to like actually sit and listen to music right. which is sad so yeah. maybe we can see a kind of a second uh, music revolution maybe. coming in from 
from the young kids that can only bring it because they're the only ones <laughs> that know. can, right? I know. In yeah. a sense, it's like get out to see some live music, you know? I mean, get in touch with some of that stuff because everything else is just, it's not, I don't think it's really good for you. I think live music, you can feel the music, you know? Oh, yeah. you, there's a difference to it. It's organic. Yes. Yeah, it's well, a lot they, more organic, right? They seem to like to go to the festivals. Because you see a lot of a variety of age people at festivals, yeah. music festivals. But those are, are more not giving the local venues yeah, a chance. I understand, right? The big the big shows are the ones that are the right. big festivals type shows that are in. Right, where they can dress. Yeah, exactly. It's just a place to be in scene. At exactly. the same time, we've played a couple where it's those DJs EDM type stuff. They play late at right, night right. and they go nuts for it. Right. And I'm like, I don't. But there's nothing it's wrong good. with it, right? It's I don't all good, look. But listen, if I'm in the right mood and I'm with the right person, oh, you know, it's fun. Yeah. it no, will it's be fun, fun. right? It's I just totally can't fun. do it forever, and I'd rather do it on an outdoor place than an indoor club yeah. where my head's gonna explode. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the only problem with that music. It's like, yeah, I get it. it slow build and bam, but then the then slow build and bam, dun, 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 mm-hmm. you know. It's it's yeah. annoying sometimes. Under the right, <laughs> under the right circumstances, that's it's what I'm great. saying. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Under the right circumstances, the right frame of mind. Uh-huh. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, Andy. I don't know what we mean. All right, so yeah, so the you know I can see Phoenix being that. It's just the bands have to band together and really commit to you know putting putting some really good shows together, you know, and putting some really good places for people to go and see music. But right now, I just. Uh, you know, it's kind of to each his own here. Well, it, somebody brought up the point that maybe Phoenix, Metro Phoenix, is just too spread out. That's, yeah, that's what I say. Too spread out. Yeah, exactly right. Because when you're on the east side, you're not going to go to the west side and see a show. Well, frankly, there are no shows on the west side. Yeah. Nobody has any venues over there. Nobody wants to go to that side. And that's where the football stadium is. That's where right. the hockey stadium is. So they're everywhere. all the spots are a few new spots downtown. But nobody likes to go downtown unless you live there. <laughs> There's North Phoenix has a couple spots. I said Joe's Grotto is one of those sure. spots. Um, unless you're in that area, nobody likes to go all the right. way up there. Scottsdale has potential. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. it's kind of the old town Scottsdale where uh, all the old people go and check out all the you know the Western jewelry and stuff and art <laughs> and art, Western jewelry and art walks. You know that's pretty yeah. much all it is. Whoop de doo, uh, you know. Yeah. But there are a few clubs out there now. Livewire. I just went and saw the Black Bottom Lighters there a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. A very impressive it, venue. I haven't been there, yes. but the pictures are beautiful. Yeah, it's a very impressive venue, and it's really mm-hmm. what a club should be. If you're talking about a nightclub where there's a band that can play. But it's huge, isn't it? And it it's, has seating? It is, no, there's no seating. Oh, there's upstairs no. balcony or okay. there's some couching VIP places. Mm-hmm. But the floor is, yeah, it's empty, which is good. I like that. I like GA is the best. What's the capacity? Do I, I don't know. I would say a couple thousand maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. easily a couple thousand. It's probably, uh, well, the Marquee is really big. Marquee would be like your second tier venue along mm-hmm. with like the Celebrity Theater, I would say, mm-hmm. would be in that kind of uh, range. Mesa Amphitheater, the same thing, kind of that, that mid-sized venue. And then you have the the next level, I think, from that would be, I would say a Livewire. I think Livewire doesn't really meet, match like the like a celebrity yet. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's just below a celebrity style. Yeah. Celebrity Theater is the round type of theater. Right. Um, but it's a, it's a, I like that place. That's a cool yeah, ass place. Sweet, man. Yeah. That's got some character. It's got a theater in the round, you know, right. it's got the thing that just turns around. Can you imagine, ra- celebrity theater? imagine doing a show and you're spinning around. <laughs> That'd be badass. Well, huh? it's so slow. So I don't know how much they feel it. I'd like to experience that, but I, I saw Def Leppard there. I saw David Spade there. <laughs> I saw David Tell there. I saw George Carlin there. I saw George. Clinton and the P-Funk All-Stars oh, yeah. there. <laughs> um, oh, I saw Rat, Dawkin, and uh, who was the other one? Rat, Dawkin, and... 
I can't remember the other one, but that was one of those uh, shows. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I really like that spot. I'm surprised that's not really being utilized. In, in it's more in of an a, off, an odd location isn't as there, well. There's isn't a it? women's prison right next door, I think, it's isn't it? <laughs> isn't that a women's little prison? It could be. It's a bit shady down there. <laughs> I know. I remember going there. And it's right off like, the 202 and what? Where am I again? 32nd Street, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? 32nd Street? Uh, I don't remember. The Celebrity Theater. So long. George uh, Carlin did his very first HBO special from there. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Louis C.K. did a special from there. That's on, uh, on, on When's cable. When's your special coming from there? Yeah, right? <laughs> g- give, me a, give me a few years. I'll be on my way. So. All right. Well, we talked about timing. Yes. Uh, con- you know? Yeah, right. Timing, Before right. Before exactly. we got on the show for See, everybody the, the, at I home. Think, <laughs> I think what happens is, is you know, we're, we're all in that, that position. Like, you know, I, I do radio, and I started doing comedy. Uh, you're musicians. So we all have that goal to get somewhere and get there fast. <laughs> but that's the thing is that that fast is all depends on how well you work to it. And, and for a while, I was were, I was developing more of my, who I was as a personality on the radio than I was anything else mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, So I've kind of taken my time. I've taken the long road. I'll just say that. <laughs> Let's just say that. I've taken the long road to, do, to, to live my life. It's, I don't know why. Like, I didn't change into – like I didn't go to college – uh, I went to college for pro- uh, professional golf management, okay? Uh-huh. And when I was there, I realized you had to take economics and accounting. And I was like... Mm. Wait, what is that? <laughs> did not want to take that at all. Uh. Yeah. So I changed my major to broadcast journalism. Fortunately, the school had that. Oh, and I so I decided, you know, I love radio. I've always wanted to be radio as a kid. I just never thought of it as a major. I thought I wanted to play golf. I wanted to do that. Mm. And uh, sure enough, it just kind of rolled into... And uh, doing, I did TV first. I, I did an El Paso channel, and and uh, it was a CBS affiliate in El Paso. I was a photog, oh, yeah. so I had to carry the camera over my shoulder uh-huh. and run around the the city covering stories. And then I ended up being a DJ about a year later, and ever since you know stayed with radio. So, but I, I that was twenty seven when that happened. Uh-huh. When I got into radio, or you know what I mean, or twenty six, I think it was. So I started late. Like, if you get into radio, you got to be like, you know, right at 17 or something like that, right, 18, right. right out of high school, boom, jump into it. Or if you don't go to high school, jump into it, you know? Apparently, that's the same for rock stars. Rock stars, <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know, I mean, the thing is, you, if you're starting bands at 14 years old, yes, and you stick with it, you, just the thing, that's the thing. Just stick with it. Mm-hmm. End of story. That's right. the only thing you can really tell someone. If you really want to do it, you'll do it. Mm-hmm. And it, you'll, you'll manifest it in some way. Uh, whether you're on top of the world or whether you're, you're, you're steady gigging and you're living your life as a musician and mm-hmm. that's all you're doing as a musician is, is, and that's you are, you've made it. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly. what it is. I mean, exactly. if, if I can get a radio job where I can actually be on the air, talk on the radio and get paid to do it, I've made it. So I haven't made it yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're still not. Oh, it's not, the paid part? Where's the paid part? <laughs> Nobody wants to pay me to be on the radio. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Darn. I got to find people who do that. So that's my yeah, mission. Yeah, how do you find that? I don't know. Well, you know, the thing is, you got to first you got to get people to listen to the show. Right. And then you got to get people to say, hey, you know, you're, you're reaching some people. Let's let's talk, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we were, we reached 2,000 people, 2,100 people last that's month. That's amazing. Yeah, from mm-hmm. all over the world, by the way. Congratulations. Like Thank you. People in Vietnam awesome. listen to this. I know, it's crazy. We have fans now. I call them our friends because I feel more friends friends but mm-hmm. to relate say they're fans and and we didn't have those in the beginning and sometimes only one friend will show up and that's that's the show you know because it, it'll be a weird night or a weird time and it's just like mm-hmm. so it, i appreciate one to 2000 i mean it's just 
they don't have to listen they to your show. They don't, exactly. They don't have That's to come to our part. show. And when they do, it, it's like, oh, let me right. hug you. But it couldn't, <laughs> it, could, it couldn't hurt them to like the Facebook page, though. No. <laughs> True that. The, the Going Global True page that. on Facebook. I'm yeah. just teasing. Friends. No, that's like, hey, listen, anybody who takes the time to listen in, it's great. Which yeah. And it means a lot, you know? So There's so, choices out there. Absolutely. There are. So you better think about what you're going to say, guys. Uh-oh. I always think about that when we drive <laughs> to the Rogue. And I always mean to say that at our show. What's when we that? play up at the Rogue, up in Scottsdale, because right. we go drive past Dream Palace. <laughs> and I'm like, I know you have choices. <laughs> right. I know you have choices. I have choices of your entertainment tonight. So thank you for coming here to our show. <laughs> the Dream Palace. By the way, the Dream Palace is all nude. There's no mystery at all to that place. My, we drove past her last night going up to Focal. And my kids are like, hey, Mom, you ever play at the Dream Palace? I'm like, no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, hey, Carl, are you still there? Absolutely, man. Hanging out. Right on, man. Hey, I wanted to talk I'm to I'm enjoying the conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to, uh, first we're going to play a song, but I also want to get your first concert story. I want to get your uh, take on uh, some of the things we've, we've been talking about. I know you've been thinking about a few things. So Yeah, but, absolutely. I, I very much enjoyed the live music. Uh, um, I don't know, the outings to the live music venues and watching live music itself. So my first concert was, um, I had the fortune, I was fortunate enough to get to my first concert in San Francisco. At the Warfield Theater, and the Toadies were opening up for Bush. Nice. And um, it was a great concert. The Toadies were fantastic. They have that really popular song, and off the top of my head, I can't think of it. The, the Toadies? Your Angel. Yeah, that's uh, Possum Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, great song, and they opened up with it. And then Bush opened up with Machine Head, and that first CD I, w- I loved. And I'd never been to a concert, and Bush came out and blew the water off of it with Machine Head at the Warfield, and I was hooked. Nice. I'm going to talk about your first time when we come back. I want to play Roll My Way. It's Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers. We're going to come back. We'll talk some concerts here. And don't go anywhere. By the way, voiceamerica.com is the, is the online station you're listening to, which you know that because if you're not listening to us, then well. <laughs> <laughs> Going Global with Gas Man is the show every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific time. And also on iTunes as well. Facebook, all that fun stuff. You know what? Just go to my website. Go to this uh, KevinGasman.com, WithGas.com, whatever. I'm trying to consolidate <laughs> everything I have in a one. And I'm trying to. So, But I have all these places that I'm on. So if you just want to know anything, just go to KevinGasman.com. It's my new website. That'll, Perfect. That'll... Yeah. That'll occupy your time for a moment. Here, be, uh, Roll My Way, Carol Pasty and the Honey Shakers. Is this weed related? We'll find out here when we come back. (laughs) Right here on uh, Going Global with Gas. Man.
Add that to the recording. I did. <laughs> I was like, is that a live recording? I don't even know if that was or not. I loved it. That was great. Roll my way. Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers. Thank you, Tempe. <laughs> nice. Very cool. I dug it. That was about almost a five-minute song, by the way. That was a long one. Is that the longest one you have? Uh, uh, no. No, we got, uh, well, the, the second album we're going to have. At least one longer song. At least one. Well, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zeppelin influence. And there you go. That's, yeah. that's the one. How about some Sabbath? I love Sabbath. Yeah. I mean, they have, they have a couple 13-minute songs, you know? Yeah, Megalomania, right. The Ritz. I mean, some songs like that are eight, nine minutes long. Yeah, and then sometimes they, they combine songs to bleed right into right, each other. Like right, right. Paranoid and what, stuff. What's funny is, is um, I think it's Sabotage. No, no, no. It's not Sabotage. It was... Um, I'm just trying to think real quick of the band album it was, but there was a song called The Writ, and at the end of it, at the end of the album is uh, a song called Am I Going Insane? Yes. Radio. And on the CD, that's the Am I Going Insane is before the, the Writ. But on the tape that I have, the cassette, <laughs> it's reversed. It ends with yeah. Am I Going Insane? It's weird. It is weird. How does yeah. that happen? Why do they flip it like that? That's just I don't, so, because I don't know. they do bleed into each other, right? right and right. and it makes it like a it could sound be like one long huge song. Right. But if you look at the time and the songs themselves, yes, like like one song I like on this, on my CD is 13 minutes long, but if you look at it like on, online, mm-hmm. they're separated. Right. And but one's like 8 minutes long and the other one's like 3 and then the other one's like a minute and a half or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, I don't know. Like they they did that. Artistic they, license. Yeah, they did that with a bunch of Kiss albums in the '80s too, and actually the early ones when they when they went to cassette. So they had to reformat, I guess, all their songs, right? You know, to make them, you know, fit on a cassette or or make them flow on cassette. But or they didn't care enough to to uh, replicate how it w- was originally done on LP. Would you ever have like uh, those, those cassettes? Right, because cassette, cassettes always had something different about them. There was no buffer in between yeah. <laughs> like the song. Sometimes the bands would be like, once song, one song ended, boom, the next one began. Yeah. You don't have that kind of that mm-hmm. separation a little bit on some of them. But yeah, I, yeah, we, we cassette people here. Yeah. I have my cassettes. Yeah. I don't have a thing to play them on, but I have them. So <laughs> we were uh, talking to Carol Pacey and the Shakers. We have Andy and Carol of the band, half the band. 50%. 50% of the band. One, <laughs> yes, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> Not even 51, 50. Yeah. 50, right, <laughs> right down the line. Uh, who do we have? We had... Uh, Mindy DeLuca. Uh, she is uh, the she wife of our drummer, Benno DeLuca. Okay. She needs to chime in somehow, so she's trying to get... Right. Well, Carl, throw, throw, <laughs> throw the phone number out, Carl. You know how to do the phones, don't you? Yes. All right. Well, throw the numbers out. 
All right, the phone number, if you would like to call in, is 866-472-5788. Again, that is 866-472-5788. Thank you. um, Just be patient. (laughs) Be patient. (laughs) I would like to have a Kevin the intern. (laughs) You mean a Carl the intern. Carl the intern. (laughs) Oh, I was looking at this. It's all good. You know, it's funny that I posted a photo of you guys uh, warming up and I thought you were in the studio and I was outside the studio. So I took a photo of through the glass and the front door of the, stu- of the whole place is open. It looks like you're not in the studio. It looks like you're kind of half in, half out. It's very ghost-like in a sense. Uh-oh. And it looks very cool, though. I really, yeah. I dig it, though. I dig it. Um, Carl, tell us your uh, first concert. Let's hear what the, you have to say. Uh, again, well, it was the, uh, it was the Warfield one. Oh, we already talked about that. Oh, that <laughs> what I wanted to get back to on that one. Yes. Thank you. I, I knew I wanted to go back to it. Was okay. You're a tall dude, man. Well, you know what? And what's funny about <laughs> it? <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. Well, where were you standing? <laughs> <laughs> we were we were on the first floor where it was more expensive to get into the general admission on the first floor than the balcony. Okay. But we were with a group of people, and they didn't do wristbands or like stamps or anything. So four of them went in. Two of them came back out with four of those tickets, and then two of us who had balcony tickets then went down to the floor. Then what happened? Where I mean, like, what I'm saying is, you're tall, so like, yeah, tall people was, should not be up probably, front. I was probably standing basically center. You were right in the middle. Yeah, probably pissing off people <laughs> behind you. More than likely, yeah. So yeah. when did you learn that you had to watch shows from, from the side? <laughs> you know what? I don't think I've ever really learned it. You know. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. suggesting it now. Yeah. We're going to no, start. A, no we're going to start a movement for tall people at concerts that have to, to watch from the sides. I do generally. I do <laughs> tend to. I I think I naturally yeah. go towards the sides. Well, I mean, yeah, because you know you're blocking somebody. Yeah, but you know, eventually. Me. You know, <laughs> I mean, <there's, laughs> but it's also there's well, there's also that TS that that, that TS moment too. Where like, hey, I paid money to get here too. Well, yeah, it's to some know. degree, I, I I should be able it's, to. Stand it's kind of like the fat person on the airplane's got to buy two tickets. <laughs> I feel like there's a correlation there somewhere. Do you remember the Summer Ends Music Festival? The Summer Ends, yeah, yeah, absolutely, 2010. In, right? No. In oh no, last year. The, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, it was moved to the marquee yes, for weather. Yes. And we were there to see the replacements. Okay. And before them was the Descendants. Right. Never seen them before. I've never heard them before. Okay. And Andy had, and he moved off to the side. And I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> like, I'm tired. I'm going to go over here, and it could get kind of... Crazy, right. And I'm like, I'm going to stay right here. We were like 10 feet from the stage. Yeah, so In the middle? Close. Uh, off to the right a bit. Yeah, okay. there? still pretty No, no, I didn't go, but I know the place. And no sooner did they come on stage, and I didn't know what to expect. And the <laughs> mosh pit broke out right behind me. Right. And I was standing next to a very tall lad. So he didn't care where he stood in the concert either. Right. And I just was like, do you mind if I stand in front of you? Yeah, right. And he did. He totally, and he was totally keeping them pushing back. Yeah, it yeah. was so cool. He was and protecting I, I, you. He was, to, he was a total stranger. My bodyguard. Yeah, it was great because Andy was off to the right. Right. He knew what was going to happen, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't. He's like, I don't want to like, have this. I Listen, was like, that was the greatest thing ever. I, I've been in many, many <laughs> shows where I've been in the mix of the group, of, of <laughs> the fans, and, and, and in the crowd, and all of a sudden, there it goes. It pops yeah. open. And you got to figure out what are you going to do. And yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be in it. I don't get in it. I have to be. I have to, It's got to be in front of me. Uh-huh. It has to be in front of me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be behind it and all of a sudden get a whacked in the head. Right. And, right. And it's bad enough when you're up front on the rail, and then you got these crowd surfers, you mm-hmm. know, kicking you in the head. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then you get to punch them. 
it, I don't remember it being so violent because I always liked it. I went to one of the, I think it was like the second year of Lollapalooza. And the okay. Red Hot Chili Peppers were one of them. I saw that there was in uh, Annapolis, Maryland, I think it was. And, and all of a sudden, they came on, and I was near the front, and the crowd surged. Right. That was scary. Yeah. That was scary. And yeah. I had to get out of there. I was like, I'm getting, I could get pushed breathe. up. We, yeah. We saw a show. It was in El Paso, and it was a really small club. It was Anthrax, mm-hmm. and opening up for them was Fight. Which is Rob Halford's band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This is, I don't even know what year it was, 90, 94, maybe 93. And it, it was moved from a big theater, actually, to a big stadium to a small club because nobody bought tickets, mm. which was sad. It was sad. It was like one of the best concerts ever. Our friend got up to the front row during fight and he got exhausted so much with the pressure of people against him and the heat of the room. That he they actually passed out oh and he God. missed anthrax. Oh no! And he was just he was in the other room uh, getting attended to. Wow. What's what's weird is my roughest <laughs> show was actually anthrax as well. Oh really? Yeah, and uh, it was a smaller club, the Electric Ballroom. I don't know if you you. I've heard of it, but I haven't been there. Well, it was the the old older uh, place, probably in ninety six. Oh, you too, in ninety six or so. <laughs> And yeah, but the 90s. if the crowd is drinking, <laughs> if the crowd is drinking, you know, you don't know what to expect. But yeah, they were, they're falling all over the place. And I'm a smaller dude and um, big 300 pound guys can't hold their liquor and they're like falling in the, uh, at an anthrax show. I'd like to say <laughs> that when I was um, up at the front, when Dwight Yoakam came on at McDowell Mountain Music Festival, there was no surge. I was, was perfectly no safe. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. You know what's funny? I, I remember I remember this specifically. This was um, Metallica, my first time seeing them. This was 80, either 88 or 89. No, it was 89, I believe. The years. Yeah, it was, eight, it was 89. The Justice Tour, maybe. Yes, it was. It was the Injustice Tour. <laughs> it was so Irvine Meadows Amphitheater. And Irvine Meadows has three tiers, and you have the grass. Oh, it's rough. At Irvine Meadows. Oh, yeah, oh, you've been to Irvine? Yeah, because they like you're saying, it's like a wall of bleachers, and then the grass isn't really level. So it. Well, yeah, you're at an angle. Yeah, yeah, everything's so really, looking down. It's like cricket. It's a like disadvantage cricket. if you want to do some stuff on the grass. Well, the thing is, is like the, the separation between the tiers is like a six-foot wall, if not even a seven-foot wall. Yeah, it's so kind of like it, cricket. Right, and then you have the, yeah, but a lot bigger. Like the separation mm-hmm. is, is a big jump down from the next level to the next level to the next yeah. level. So we're in the third level before the grass, and there's two more levels before the stage. So you're kind of like in the upper middle, you know? And we're front row. And my buddy is with me, and he's already seen them, I think. And mm-hmm. uh, he got me into Metallica, Megadeth. Yeah. And we're sitting next to this guy, and... As soon as the lights went down, my buddy jetted. <laughs> he <laughs> hopped the fence, and then all of a sudden, you just start seeing like all these people hopping the fence, yeah. hopping the fence. Like it was going like forward, a, going surging. forward to yeah. to the floor of this amphitheater. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was fortunate to see the show two times in a row, two nights in a row. Mm-hmm. The next light, uh, we were. Um, I think this was actually the first time. The one I just said was the second time. The first night, we're sitting next to this guy with dreads. This big black dude with an African or with a Jamaican accent, right? He's like, when the lights go out, man, you be careful, man. <laughs> I was like, what? And then she, again, I mean, I was like, yeah, sure enough, lights went out, man. I yeah. just rushed to the stage. But like jumping these big, you know, partitions uh-huh. in a sense. And yeah. what are they going to do? They're not going to do anything. They can't. They can. Uh, I mean, they yeah. can grab one person, if, if any, if you're lucky, if yeah. they're lucky. 
you know, but for the most part. So have you ever gone and, uh, you know what, let's hold this conversation. We're at the top of the hour. We'll talk about more right. concerts when we come back. <laughs> I want to know if you ever jump seats, and we'll uh, do that <laughs> when we return. But uh, in the meantime, we will play some tunes. And uh, speaking of rock and roll, I'm going to play a local band here called Vex. If you haven't heard them, uh, you should check them out. The tune is called Quiet, and uh, they, they put on a great stage show, too. So check these guys out while we uh, take a break. So smoke them if you got them. If you don't, then you know what? Drink them if you got them. If you don't, well, just relax to some Vex. It's quiet, and we'll be back for hour number two as you are going global with gas. Man. With uh, Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers. 50% of them. <laughs> the 
trapezoidal formations here too made orientable in our diagram by connecting the various points HIGK, PEGQ, and LMNO, creating our geometric configurations which have no properties but with location. R equal to the described triangle CAB quintuplicated. Therefore, it is also the five triangles composing the aforementioned NIGH each are equal to the triangle CAB in this geometric concept. <laughs> Therefore, in a like manner, the geometric metaphors can derive a repeated vectoral sum. This was your assignment, and I would like to see the results. Please, take them out. I, I hate that song because it's too short. Uh. <laughs> That's what I told Chelsea. I was like, your song is too short, damn it. Leaves you wanting more. That's what I said. I was like, God damn right. Damn That's, it. <laughs> That's, That's Fairy good, Bones. Though. Uh, yeah, that's, I, they're such an energetic, fun band to watch on stage as well. Fairy Bones from right here in Phoenix, Arizona. Like, like. And before that was Short Leash from Scorpion versus Tarantula, a requested band by you guys, Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers. Yes. 50% of the band, Carol and Andy's hanging out with us, and we're hanging out with you. It's our second hour until 3 o'clock Pacific time on VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. It's the Going Global Gas Man program. And we do have a Facebook page, by the way. You can check that out. And there's two S's when you talk about gas. I feel like I got to say that because that's my name. Is like you know, it's two S's. 
it's almost to a detriment, you know? It's like, <laughs> damn it, I gotta tie. I always have to explain it. So, like my radio show, Driving with Gas, uh-huh. I, I bought both domains with one S and two S's. Oh, you did. <laughs> I had yeah, to. I had, had to. to. You had yeah. And same with my withgas.com, I had to buy it with one S mm-hmm. and two, yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. It's gonna suck when I have to renew. <laughs> That's why I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna consolidate the renewal. I was like, I'm not. I'm not there yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're still like. I'm deciding. Am I gonna still? Are we gonna do this another year? I don't know, man. You know. Yeah, beta. you have to. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. You gotta keep it going. We talked about that already. You have to I stay know. persistent. I We gotta stay persistent. You gotta keep that dream alive. Is what it's yeah. all about. Nobody's you know? gonna hand it to you if you. And ease you know what? Up. And you gotta figure out what you really want. What What do you want? What do you want to mm. be when you grow up? You know? Yeah. What do you want to do with your life? What, you know? Because I when I bartender for quite some time I would always ask that and I knew the bartending wasn't my life you know it, it got scary close to it mm-hmm. I bartended for 10 years uh-huh. and I thought wow I'm not really making it in radio I'm making a better life bartending but I don't want to be a bartender my whole life mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I thought I just you know I ripped band-aids off man I, I I'll <laughs> I quit you I, did because you quit all this or whatever and I all quit sudden, my radio show took off or did something different and I was like, oh, okay. No. I'm a very adventurous person. If the if the if it's right and it feels right inside me, I'm uh-huh. gonna do it. Uh-huh. I won't do it out of, you know, I don't know. I mean, I've learned and look. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was telling somebody that I was like, you know, I've had a lot of jobs in my life, and I'm thinking like that's not really a good thing to tell someone <laughs> that you've had a lot of jobs in your life. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> it is. That's just uh, trying out. Different it's just trying things. a lot of things. Like mm-hmm. like people, I've only had one job for 35 years. I'm like, that's great. You found something you like, and that's yeah. a wonderful. I mean, I'm yeah. almost envious of people who are like that. You know, if you find mm-hmm. something you like and you're comfortable with it, then great. You know, I just for me, I can't settle for less than what I want. Mm-hmm. So that's why I try. You know, I work to try to strive where I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Just like you know. But you guys have to have full-time jobs, too. Everyone's got to work, you know? <laughs> exactly. you got to work to get through it, you know? Exactly. Very small percentage of people make it to the top. True that. Yeah. <laughs> you got to figure out how far and how you want to get. I'm depressed. <laughs> I know. What do you mean you're depressed? Thanks, I'm talking about oh it. Are you no, I'm talking about it. You guys have awesome music, man. I'm digging your stuff. Thank and we're going to play some of your uh, your stuff as well uh, acoustically. Mm-hmm. we got to get to that. We haven't even got to any of that stuff I right know. Now. This has been such a party until now. It's been moving it's until now. Until I'm <laughs> down our Now you just like crushed our down dreams. Our, what do you mean I crushed your dreams? What are you talking about? I'm talking about everyone. <laughs> Not just you. I don't think it personally. Everyone's, it was across the board crushed. <laughs> no, Thanks for playing. Goodbye. Carol, I, out. No. <laughs> was a shark tank? For that reason, I'm out. <laughs> do not do that. No. No, I'm just, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I, I guess you have to look at it for real. You got to look at it for how it is, you know, and if you can approach it in that angle, then you can be successful at it because you, you know, because a lot of times I think people get delusioned. Mm-hmm. On on and I see it especially in the comedy world, <laughs> yeah. and I can speak that from truth. You know, people uh-huh. think they're a lot better than what they are, and they're delusional in right. that aspect. But yet they feel like they're they should be on you know Letterman. Right, you know, right, they should right. be on Kimmel or, or have a Comedy Central special. Mm-hmm. It's like really, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like where is this like f- this? Remember back in the day where bands actually had to be in garages and do that for about three or four years right. before they had to get oh, a yeah. gig somewhere? Right. And then once they got that gig, I mean, it took like, like, oh, look at this band. They're brand new. Well, no, they've been around for 15 years already. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you go, really? They've been around for 15 years? 
Especially that's when they win those best new band. We're like, we're not a new band. But right, we're not a new band, but yeah. thanks. So it's, it's, that's yeah. just the way it is. That's the struggle. That's the struggle is real in that aspect. Nowadays, mm-hmm. though, when you win it on TV, you're an instant star. Right. You put a video on YouTube, you're an instant star. So that possibility is out there now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what's it's exciting, but also, you know, and I, I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think about that? Well, you got you great... to gotta pay your dues and cut your teeth a little bit and hone your craft. You know, you get the, the overnight sensations. Let's be honest, a lot of times it's people saying, well, you got to do this, you got to sing this, you got to dress like this. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. No. But I, that's I don't think people realize that the overnight sensations generally aren't overnight sensations. Right. I think in some cases they're made out to be overnight sensations when really, you know, they've been putting in work behind the scenes. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I, yeah, exactly. And maybe it's well, not Nate, going noticed until... Is it Nate Roos? How do you say a fun? Well, he was local. Oh, okay. Right, right. Nate Roos? I don't know how you know say it. But he, they won Best New Band, I think, right. of the Grammys. Right. And as, as the music was coming up and they were supposed to get off stage, I believe he said, yeah, we've been like around doing this for like 10, 15 years, whatever yeah. he said. Right. Like, he needed to put that out that, that right. we're not right. an new. overnight. Right, exactly. You know? <laughs> So that's got to be kind of, fr- right, exactly. Mm-hmm. You worked hard. You finally got, you know, so yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's inspiring here, Carol. This isn't like, <laughs> not crushing anybody. <laughs> no, no, I tease. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I'm a I was being a comedian. <laughs> okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, I, was, let's, I was working on it. <laughs> oh, heart, where art thou? Oh, heart, where art thou? Yes. Oh. You ready to uh, play it? Uh-huh. All right. We'll hear this from these guys right here in the studio. So we'll be right back after this tune, live, acoustic style. This is Carol Pacey and Andy Brunda of Carol Pacey and Honey Shakers, and this song is called Oh Heart, Where Art Thou? Running around my place, my place, searching for what's lost or lost. Maybe it's hiding there and there. Maybe I'm the victim of the
Nice. <laughs> <laughs> love that. I love that. It's like such a, you say it's a, it's a sad song. You're yeah. talking uh, um, before, yeah. A long <laughs> time ago, I heard an interviewer read something about the Smiths and yeah. Morrissey would right. hide hide his depression, but an upbeat sounding song. So I'm like, that's clever. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I don't, I like to be upbeat and happy, but sometimes I need to get a point across that's right. not quite like that. So right. I like to put it in spunky but little that's numbers. So, how different, <laughs> how different, that's a very spunky number. That's a, that, <laughs> it's just got a really cool, dun, 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 <laughs> yeah, very old school, you know what I mean? Like a, kind of the 20s. Like that. I don't know where it came just, from, you know, Kevin. I, I love it though. It's hit. great it's though. Weird. Yeah, it is. It's, it's fun though. It's, it's great Thank how you, you can convert it to something like that, something like fun and spunky, regardless of the message, I guess, you yeah. know. But that's good because on, on both ends, that's how you have to reach with music. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to reach the music with a good beat, but also with a good message, too. Right. So, yeah. you know, that's awesome. I feel there's a lot of people, singer-songwriters, that's how I started, and I still consider myself, that they, they have these messages they want to translate, and it's always these slow, long, and languishing songs. I'm like, pick it up. Mm. You know, you can still tell me you're upset, but this put it to a happy beat. Yeah, this, <laughs> there are a lot of people who are depressing. Um, right. I, <laughs> there are. And you know what? I mean, look, there's there's a time and place for that. And then mm-hmm. there are people who enjoy that and that's fine. And they mm-hmm. can listen to that in their own little closet, <laughs> you know, but I don't want to, yeah, it's just a downer. It's it brings downer. you down. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like karaoke night, you know, when someone <laughs> sings a slow song, it's like, come on, man. Everyone just tunes out, doesn't want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, where's you're the not... Eddie Rabbit when you need it? <laughs> <laughs> Driving my life away. That's what I want to know. That's exactly what I want to know. Uh, we got to, I know they're going to play another song before we get out, too. So maybe maybe we can squeak out another one. So maybe, we, we yeah. have only, four, what, 35 minutes left of the program. And we haven't even talked drugs yet. What? And, and we're talking like, you know, concerts, you know, getting to concerts. I know what we want to get to is uh, ripping off some, somebody else's seats at concerts. <laughs> so oh, yeah. how many seats have you stolen? Have you any seat stor- stolen uh, stories? I, you know, honestly, not, not too many, but I was able to get on the floor at a KISS concert. And uh, honestly, I just walked on. It was kind of weird. <laughs> you just like walked on. And I'm around. like, <laughs> you used the force? Well, nobody. <laughs> yeah, I did have my invisible cloak, so that helped. The dark side. But nobody said anything. It's kind of weird. Yeah, you just like, well, because you walked in there probably like you, you belong there. You oh, know? I thought it was all general admission, so that's right. probably why. You were just like, oh, yeah. I have nothing to worry here, guys. Yeah, yeah. You have nothing to worry about here, <laughs> bouncer. You have These are not the here. droids you are looking <laughs> for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the stoner you're looking for. I'm not the stoner you're looking for. (laughs) 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 Uh, That's funny. That's Andy, by the way. And uh, you're a guitar player. Guitar. Solid 25% of Carol Pacey and the Honda Shakers. (laughs) Or one quarter. Or one quarter. There you go. Math rules. That's weed rules right there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a quarter. I'm a quarter bag. I'm a quarter bag of the band. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always impressed by that. By what? By the amount or actually the lack of amount that weed weighs. And you Why is that? I don't know because when I have seen it in my travels in the past and present, I'm always like, "Okay, well, that looks like that should be heavier than that." <laughs> and it's not. Because it all goes by weight. Interesting. I've always I'm just it's it's just dried plant. You know, and I just, I just, they always but think you, it's going to be heavier than it is. Right. So you just think, yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot, actually. When you look at the bag, go, wow, it's a quarter. That's a quarter bag. Nice. Mm. <laughs> you know, like a quarter bag's like a really good bag to what look does, at and have. What an does that like, look like? 
Um, like a like a plastic baggie. Mm-hmm. If you would maybe put about maybe an inch, okay. maybe a little bit higher of that mm-hmm. f- a- across the bottom, straight across. Okay. That just and maybe about maybe about a, a half inch uh, thick. Mm-hmm. Would okay. be about a quarter ounce of weed. How long? Does maybe that a little bit more. Somebody. Maybe a little bit more. I could be I could be <laughs> off on the me- on the measurement. Um, well, actually, you know what? For me, in my medical marijuana card uh-huh. that I have, uh-huh. I go through about an eighth a week. So a quarter, I would go through every two weeks. So for me, like a half ounce would be, or uh, yeah, a half ounce would be good for me. Mm-hmm. Right on. Sounds well, now good. I have perspective. Yes. <laughs> you didn't write it down. I can remember that. Carl, <laughs> is my math right? <laughs> I think so. Okay, I'm just making sure. I was going to say, stoners, you know, they do all the crazy things, but they do know the metric system. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you generally get our eighths right. <laughs> yeah, get your eighths right. Yeah, I'll get that. Yeah, then you got to get down to the low end where that's the nickel bag and the dime bag. Yeah, but that's when you're just coming up and you're like 20 and it's all seedy and shit. Yeah, but that's also in 1977 too. You know what I mean? (laughs) There was a guy when I was 22, (laughs) there was a guy who used to give it to us in in a little white envelope. That was his baggie. That was his baggie. We always got a little little tin foil. Yeah. If you had had a little bit, you know, you'd just ball it up in a tin foil and put it in there. And seeds. You've never experienced you weed? You never got high? You talking to Carl? I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I may have participated yeah, in that one. You may twice. have? Okay, like, what do you no. mean? Like, back in school? Um, like, in high school? school? Was not, it was it prevalent? Did you hang around um, people, or just, like, a, a random chance of smoking? No, you know, there was groups of kids that participated in that that you knew, and then there was groups of kids that participated in that that you didn't know that they did that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you do that? Oh. Right. Yeah. No, I I have to say I pretty much ran a bit of the straight and narrow more than anything. Right. So you didn't like the feeling of being high? Um. The one time, no. Oh, really? What <laughs> happened? Um. It was put into brownies. And you ate a full brownie? I yeah, I guess so. You ate too much. No one gave you like a no, you only eat a half. No. And then, it, and then we had beers on top of that, yeah. and we were just ha- out. It was a Halloween party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. We were just out and about, and you were tripping. I just, it was. I don't think I ever crossed paths with it again after that. I was like, no, thank you. That was, mm. you know, because if you if you drink too much, you sort of can kind of snap out of that and come back to reality. I couldn't snap out of the other. It just continued because it went on for a longer time. Yeah. So you didn't really realize, and you're like, oh, yeah. this is crazy. Plus, you're drunk on top of it. Right. It was it was not comfortable. Yeah. Plus, we were in uh, costumes. I don't. <laughs> if I smoke, <laughs> it was just a mess. If I smoke first, I don't. I don't uh, drink. If I smoke mm-hmm. first, I don't drink. But if I'm drinking, then by all means, let's get high. You know, I, I enjoy that. That's better for me. Uh-huh. Or like I enjoy it more, I guess you can say. But I don't drink anymore as much. No. You know, no, I, I, I don't. I, I'm, barely, uh, I'm barely hitting the sauce. Like only in occasions where I'm in a situation where I'm not driving. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I guess I'll have a beer or have a drink, whatever like that. But I try not to. Mm-hmm. I just drink water. It's all I do. You know, I try to stay in that line. You should hang out with us. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, no, I'm a water guy. I, I have a, you can see my gallon of I water. <laughs> I, I drink distilled water, uh-huh. and I drink about a, almost a gallon of it a day. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I go, so, I go to the bathroom so much, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm like, should I see a doctor? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I go, no, yeah. wait a minute. I'm drinking a gallon of water every day. Well, <laughs> you're on like a, health, a health uh, I don't know, crusade. I, well, not really. Well, it's, 
you know what? It's got to practice what I preach, you know? I'm like, right. it's gotta, but I've always been drinking distilled for a long time. And I was nervous too. I was like, "Is this the stuff you put on your iron?" Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> so I'm like, "Am I allowed to drink this? Is this all right?" Yeah. But yes, you can, and you should. It's all about the alkaline. Mm-hmm. This is the alkalinity of water, and that's what your body needs. And when you eat bad food, it decreases the alkalinity in your body, which creates diseases and badness in your in, mm. in your body. So the higher alkaline water and replaces that and that's what you need yeah if my friend mindy is listening she went exactly we were just talking about that carol don't you remember yes mindy see look we touched on it again yeah it's it's (laughs) it's very important it's for the it's for the human health so i've been uh drinking that distilled for quite some time and how i know it was good is the uh, one of the programs that i that i work with here at voice america they were talking to a doctor and talking about water and I had a chance to talk to him during the break. I was like, hey, you know what? I drink distilled water every day. And the doctor said, that's good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's like, good for you. You should. Because hmm. I don't know if that means that this is alkalinity side or whatever it is. But, yeah. I, to me, it's, the, it's, it's clean. It tastes clean to me. There's no aftertaste. There's no chalkiness or anything like that. It's, it's very clean and pure. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can guzzle the crap out of it. Like other like like other water, it's like it gets a little too weird or dry. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't even like bottled water, drinking water, or anything like that. It's, yeah. for, I have to drink distilled. I'm I'm a water snob in that way. Dude. <laughs> All right, a little bit maybe too much from the, the gas man on uh, water. No, but I think it's, it's no, very I'm, important, I'm man. I'm going to stop and buy some on the way home because now I'm curious. You're going to be like, you're going to sniff it first. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> you're gonna <be> like, <laughs> Give some to the dog I, first. Believe me, I, I googled it. I googled it. It's just a wives' tale, is what it is. It's all it uh, is. It's a wives' tale that that. I mean, but what is the wives? It's, you use it for your irons. That's it. You, you use know? it exactly. <laughs> and I drink it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm silky smooth. A little for the iron, <laughs> a little for Kevin. Yeah. I know. I just out myself out of being an iron guy. I'm an iron guy. Um, where are we Less at? Less wrinkles? I guess. I don't know. I'm 45. I don't feel and look it, so, you know. There you go. I, the hair does, though. The The gray hair looks like it, though. I'm a little bit uh, thing. I, was, I used to dye it. I'm not gonna lie. I used to dye it. Then I was growing my hair out long, you know? Uh And I decided to not dye my hair anymore. So my hair grew a little gray with my longer hair. I was like, you know what? Not a good look for me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, not too many guys can pull off the long gray hair look, you know? Like maybe musicians probably could. Maybe. You know, I say a homeless guy could, right? (laughs) They they could pull it off. Uh, Oh, and uh, wizards. Wizards. Wizards could pull it off too. Yes. So I wasn't gonna learn some magic, so I cut the hair. And decided to go gray. <laughs> so <laughs> it sucks, though, you know? I'm like, because I'm, you know, I'm not really ready for it. But yeah. And people say it's like it adds wisdom to you. Well, wizards. <laughs> yeah. Because they're, well, they're, they're wise. Well, but I'm not a wizard. What I'm just saying it's like... <laughs> the, oh, you are now. The, the, the distinguished look. <laughs> that gives you the distinguished look. And, it cre- you know, it gives you that feeling of all these, you know, experience and everything like that. And I'm like, no... I got my gray hair. This area to my left over here is all because of when I lost my house five years ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> this patch over here, he you knows my car payments I'm missing every month. Did you blame me for yours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. a reason why there's yeah. all been gray hair. Uh, got a nice map. Remember when you did this? No. This one right here. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, so let's play another tune from you. Awesome. Um, what are we going to play here? We're, we have the other two we, uh, you know, are you going to play for us? Yeah, how so about we play State of Affairs? 
State of Affairs. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me get it ready to go. Tell people where they can find you online. You can find us at www.carolpaceyandthehoneyshakers.com. We have our own website as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, on Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an Instagram account for the band. Yeah. It's all, it's, no, that's Carol Pacey and Honey Shakers yeah. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You've got to be everywhere, don't you? You have to be everywhere, but I'm not the best. You know where I'm not the best at is Twitter. So if anybody would like to take over Twitter, <laughs> isn't it? It's like I know there's one place oh. you can go do it, and it distributes to all your other medias and stuff like that. But there's just so much that you have to stay on top of, and that's kind of the uh, the the curse of the internet too. Yes, yeah. is having to be in so many venues and so many places right. to spread your music. Because everyone's not going to the same place anymore. No. Back in the day, you had only a couple sources to get your music. I'm so impressed by the bands that come to town from elsewhere. And I, oh, it's sold out. And this and that. I'm like, who are they? Where did, where did you hear their music in the first place? Mm-hmm. And I, I still don't know. I'm always like, where? Where did, where did people know. hear all this music? Where do they not, find it, right? It's not on mainstream radio. So what non-stream radio or internet radio are folks listening to? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, thank you for talking drugs. Look, I got you to talk about <laughs> drugs. I'm so happy. <laughs> but when we come back, I'm going to play a game with you about drugs. Oh, fantastic. It's called Name That Drug. All right, let me get my um, stuff out. To, <laughs> yeah. to, um, All right, so <laughs> play your acoustic song, Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers, 50% of the band. State of Affairs you're, is what you're going to jam for us? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, take it away.
Way to use the maracas are wrapped around your wrists for sound. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what a cool tune. Well, fun. Again, like this, you know, upbeat, peppy, you know, this and that. I, you know, I've seen you now live a few times, so I know what kind of energy you can bring to the room. So well, you're playing tonight in Tempe. Yes, sir. Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers. Mm -hmm. And it's over at Casa Sumba. Mm -hmm. And it's on Mill. Well, it's off of Mill. So it's like Mill and 6th Street. Sixth and Street, it's like yeah. mm -hmm. like they, they own the, that corner, basically. They do. <laughs> There's like they a little do. sandwich shop and a, and a, and, uh, in, a in Euro shop. And mm -hmm. it's in the middle. And then they have the other part of the bar, which is where the live music goes. But mm -hmm. they have live music on the patio in the front part. It's a crazy oh, yeah. cool place, man. I really dig it. And it's, all of this. and it's got a great um, just vibe, and it really has a good feeling to it, and it really feels like it's a music room, if that yeah. makes you know. It really feels like when you're there that this is a great place for live music. Exactly. And I like that. And I like mm -hmm. that. And you said they expanded the room now, and I haven't seen yeah. it. Even, I, well, last time I was there, there was a few. Uh, well, you're going to be there tonight. Yeah, I'm going to be there tonight. <laughs> I have so much work. I'm like, I'm overwhelmed with work. I'm trying to figure out it. all my time. We already put you I on the thought, list. I thought, yeah, right? <laughs> Am I on the list? You're yes. already on the list because it's Carl, a free show. Carl on the list too? Yes, yes. Carl's going to be there as well. All right, Carl, you're on the list. He can't be in the front though. See, you get no. to hang with he us He has to be on tonight. the side to the right. <laughs> he does have to be on the side to the right. <laughs> talking concerts here. No, uh, we're talking drugs. We're talking about a little bit of that. Oh. I want to I play this game with you. It's called uh, Drug Code. Actually, it's, we, we play Name That Drug. And I'll explain after my intro here. Listen to this. Some people uh, think that to puff the magic dragon means they're really to smoke uh, smoke a marijuana cigarette. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. You got any narcotics or marijuana in here? <laughs> uh, not anymore. We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. Get out of here. Is marijuana really where it's at? Is it really as righteous as you think? You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Where can I get some marijuana? I get addicted to it or something? It's not habit forming. I'm so wasted! I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD on it. The snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> it's not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. Sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. The amazing stuff about this is take it home and just get stoned at a bejesus hmm. belt. You don't want it. I think I kind of want it. <laughs> okay, but just this once. Come on in. I love playing that for you guys That's because fun. you are not smokers. This is great. <laughs> like, what are they talking about? Puff the Magic Dragon was a song, like a folk song. <laughs> you not? <laughs> come on, uh, you know all those, Ow. right? How many? Ow. How many? You didn't know that one? No. You never not saw. Really. Oh. You never saw Meet the Parents. Meet the parents. I'm terrible at this. Wow, Carol. Your stock is just I dropping. I know. <laughs> I don't remember them. I don't remember You don't remember the them? All right. What about you, Andy? I I yeah, I recognize a lot of those movies, Okay, actually. I hope so. Yeah. But it's like if not, you I'm gonna have to remove your. Years, I'm going to have to remove that. Back in 1987. <laughs> if you didn't know that, I'm going to have to remove that Jimi Hendrix shirt from this. <laughs> 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 I'm just teasing. <laughs> um, no, I mean, that's the, the, the part of our culture, though. It's there. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. so prevalent in our culture, right. yet we still deem it <laughs> in, a, in a bad way. But yet we celebrate it. It's a weird, like. It's a weird. It's weird that we have to do that. You know, that we have to look at it and, and laugh at it, but yet. Put people behind bars because of it. Sure. <laughs> Doesn't that make it kind of like a weird thing to look at? Yeah. Yep. All right. 
<laughs> All right, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say more about me. I was like, so, I, so we're not going to even get into drug code with you guys. You wouldn't even go know. ahead. No, you go ahead. You, you just go you ahead. Know, I fear it not. You know, go like ahead. like for drug code, mm-hmm. like people using drugs for their, you know, like a different word for their drugs. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, I joke about I joke about 420 all the time. <laughs> and I'll send Andy a note. I'm like, Andy, it's 420. You know what that means? He's like, no. And I'm like, it's 420, dude. It's just 420. <laughs> it's, yeah, everyone, it's a little bit of code word. Like for, for you know, like you would say, if I wanted some weed, hey, I need some two, two cans of green paint. You know what I mean? Like some yeah. kind of code word. I'd like someone like, said this. Okay. Like they, they told me their, their code word was, I'm going to go see my tutor and get my notes. That was their code word to get weed. Okay. I'd be like, well, what do you play? I'd be like, well, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, how many notes do you need? <laughs> so that would be more, that'd be more important to me. So, um, so I've I've kind of diced up this game of uh, drug code, <laughs> pot or not, and uh, and uh, name that drug. So, um, oh. drug code. So basically, these aren't just actual all marijuana here. This is all okay. types of drugs. Oh, we should do even better. Yeah. <laughs> so do this. What is and Carl can play along as well. What is hamburger helper? What drug does that re- represent? Ibuprofen? <laughs> I Hamburger helper is not ibuprofen. Uh, this is not stuff you can get off of the counter. That's so close. Oh, oh, you need at least oh, you, oh. you at least need to get it illegally or with a doctor's prescription. Hamburger <laughs> helper. Oh, boy. Carl, what do you think? Man, that's a tough one. Oh, we lost Carl. Oh, no. No, I'm that here. Weird. Come back. <laughs> I know. His mic. Check the mic connection, by the way, Carl. Um, yeah, yeah, he goes, can you hear me? There we go. All Isn't right. that pot? Yeah, I should be good to go. <laughs> you think hamburger helper's pot? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say meth. You're going to go meth and... I Andy? thought pot, too, but I thought it might be too easy, so I really don't have another. You got to come up with a drug. LSD. All right, LSD. <laughs> hamburger helper is crack cocaine. Why? I don't know. That's just where I got it from the website, so trust, oh. I trust it. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> all right. Okay, um, wedding bells. Wedding what bells. What is wedding bells? Well, I think white, so naturally I would go towards like a Coke product. Wedding bells, Coke product? You go Coke? Coke. Mm-hmm. Product? <laughs> uh, Coke or co- Coke byproduct? <laughs> Yo, man, you got some cherry Coke with me? <laughs> what do you mean, Diet Coke? Wedding Caffeine bells. free. <laughs> wedding bells. What are wedding bells? Any kind of drug? Man, Carl, what do you think? In a low baggie. Uh, pills. You're going pills. Just general ecstasy. pills? Ecstasy. I'll say ecstasy. Yeah, like pain, pain pills of some sort. Ecstasy? That's probably not a bad bad a good guess right there. Um, you, and you say pain pills? Yeah, like some kind of pain pill like Oxy, Percocet, mm. something like that. Okay, so all right, we'll just go in that direction. I'll give you two guesses for that, Carl, just because you, you're here. All right, uh, no, it's um, Wedding Bells is LSD. Ah. You were one question, you were one off. Yeah. All right, how about this? This is a game called Pot or Not. Okay, Pot has different weed strains, okay? Mm -hmm. There's different names for Pot. There's a you know there's Girl Scout cookies. That's a that's a strain of weed, okay? There's even a strain called Thin Mint cookies. I'm sure that okay. makes them very proud. There's <laughs> there's sour kush and stuff like that, okay? So sure. these are these are pot names, okay? okay. I feel like I'm educating you too. <laughs> you this are. is great. See I'm, I'm writing this down. I need the transcript. This is this is education <laughs> through entertainment here. <laughs> pot or not. Here we go. Carl, play along as well. Incrediberry. I'd say pot. You're going pot? I'd say not. You're going not, Andy. What about you, Carl? I'm going pot. 
You're going pot. You're going pot. Is it in, is it is it pot or not? Incrediberry is not <laughs> fantastic. A pot. It is actually um, a Kool Aid drink flavor. Mm. <laughs> that you drink with that you with pot. pot. That you, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's what you guys were thinking. <laughs> Wait yeah. a minute. What matches best with the sour kush? <laughs> what would you pair with this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about uh, Great Blue Dini? Great Blue Dini. I shall say pot. You go pot? Pot. Pot, Carl? Not. Not pot. Not. All right. Not pot. Uh, pot or not? Great Blue Dini. It is not pot. Ah. Not pot. It is not pot. You got it right. something from like, um, what's that? Sensations? What's it? Sensations. <laughs> <laughs> Fascination. Fascination. Oh, I got you. See, I can't even get that right. Right. <laughs> Gotta get out more. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you do. Um, pot or not, the grape. Yeah, no, that is a. Uh, it's a Kool Aid drink, by the way. Also Kool Aid. <laughs> also Kool Aid, right? And it pairs with. And it pairs. Purple <laughs> grape Kush. No, our final one, pot or not, um, Purple Saurus Rex. Oh. Not. I say pot. Pot. <laughs> <laughs> pot. He said that with certainty. I think he knows I know, that one. Totally <laughs> was like, almost like I yes. got this. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's Kool-Aid. You're gonna go Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just going straight Just to Kool-Aid. Just going straight to Kool-Aid. That's a Fanta flavor. That's <laughs> <laughs> a Fanta flavor. Come on, give me a guess. <laughs> who who hasn't give, given me a guess yet? I think we all did. Everyone's in. I said pot. Pot. Is not it, pot. Is everybody in? <laughs> it is a Kool-Aid drink. <laughs> it is not. Yes. There is a trick question. They're all Kool-Aid drinks. I'd like a side of that in distilled <laughs> water, please. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You should like that. So, uh, all right. So our last one, and we'll come back and give you the answer right before you play our last song for us. Uh, this one is um, Drug Code. Let's just name that drug. So I'm going to play the side effects of this drug, mm-hmm. and then you're going to um, tell me what drug it is, okay? Yes. And the drug choices are um, Osfina, which is uh, painful sex after menopause, Zoloft, which is depression, anxiety, and other disorders, or Belvic, which is weight loss. So these are the side effects from the TV commercial. Name that drug. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I got to put my mute on. Off. Here we go. Name that drug. Tell your doctor if you take medicines for depression, migraines, mental problems, or a cold may cause serious or life-threatening side effects. Call your doctor if you have confusion, sweating, fever, or stiff muscles. Some people have had heart valve problems. Call your doctor if you have trouble breathing, swelling, dizziness, fatigue, or a regular heartbeat. Don't drive or operate heavy machinery and high doses may cause mental problems. Talk to your doctor if you become depressed or have thoughts of suicide. You can tell your doctor if you have prolonged erections or your breasts begin to make milk or increase in size. May decrease blood cell count. Common side effects include headache, dizziness, fatigue, nausea, dry mouth, constipation, back pain, and cough. Those are the common ones. The, the ones that didn't get common had the mental disorders. Right. <laughs> That's scary. I just want to get whatever that drug is and start taking it <laughs> just to get some. All right, so Osfina, which hurts sex after menopause, or uh, eliminates that, I guess you can say. Uh, Zoloft, depression, anxiety, or other disorders, which are vague at this point. Or Belvique, which is weight loss. Which Name that drug. Belvique. You're going Belvique, weight loss? Osfina. You're going Osfina mm-hmm. for hurt pain after me- menopause mm-hmm. sex? All right. And Carl? What was the, the middle one? The middle one was Zola. That, that, I'll take that one. You guys are... Oh, wait, wait. Everyone got one, so someone's a winner. <laughs> oh, my God. Who's excited? I'm excited. I can't <laughs> wait to tell. 
Who is going to win? I want to win. I want to win. I want to win. Name drug. It is Belvique. It is Andy. It is Andy. Yes, he picked it up. Crazy. Just to lose weight. All you got to do is walk around 30 minutes a day and eat better. Eat less. Eat less. How about that? You don't have to eat better. Just eat less. Go for a walk. Go for a walk. That's a song by the Hoot Hoots called Go For A Walk. I swear to God, the Hoot Hoots from Seattle. Check them out. But do that on your own time. You guys are going to play some music for us right now. Right. <laughs> All right, let's jam this last song. We'll come back and then we're gonna play some porno music or not. Hey, and then wrap up the show. All right, Carol, what did we play? This one I know you told me it's gonna be called uh, Dust Devil Spin. Right, excellente. All right, we'll jam this. We'll come right back. We'll wrap up the program. Take it away. guys thank, you. thank you for playing acoustic for me I appreciate that of the <laughs> show that's awesome I really dig it thank, thank you. you sounded great and you played tonight Casa Samba over there at 
Tempe. Right. And yes. we'll be their full band, though, tonight. Yes. And our drummer, Benno DeLuca. Yes. And our bass player, Dante Fiorenzo, will be there joining us. So it'll be nice. a solid 100% Carol Pace and Honey Shakers so, tonight. So the acoustic Great tunes, by the way. Just thank want to you. say that. Great oh, tunes. Thank you. So the, um, the acoustic songs you played today, are they playing? Are they, you guys going to play tonight? Um, I think we have uh, at least two out of the three on tonight's set list. All right. Yeah. I believe. Excellent. All right. Well, I can't wait. Because you'll be there. Because I'll be there at 9 o'clock. Are you ready to play some portable music or not? Uh-huh. Yes. This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Discretion is advised. And now, the musical game where you decide if it's <laughs> porn or not. That's not music to my ears. Uh-huh. I'm using my old intro. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> All right. Porno music or not. This is music from a porno on TV. When I say porno on TV, I'm talking about like a Skinamax style porn. Yes. Softcore, nothing below the waist stuff, all right? Or something else from TV. You got me? Like commercial music oh, or infomercials right, yeah. or anything else on TV. Is it from a porn or is it something else? So that's where the game begins. This is where we're going to play it. You tell me, is this from a porn or not? I didn't add the horns for effect, by the way. <laughs> kind of sounds like that. It's like, why'd no. you add the horns? You've ruined the song. <laughs> uh, everybody just got distracted. Right. <laughs> You're going, what are you saying? I'm going to say not for porn. You're going, not porn? Not I porn. do believe it is the porn because it is the, the soft core porn. Soft core. <laughs> You're going the, porn? They would, they would add the, the funky stuff there. Yeah. So you like, are you thinking porn? Yeah. Carol's thinking not porn. What do you think porn. it is, Carol? <laughs> What's going on here? No idea. What's going on in the scene here or the commercial? Hmm. What do you think about that, Carl? What do you think? I, I'm going to go not porn, and I'm going like for the like hotel lobby kind of saxophony. Okay. Hang out, have a cocktail kind of a thing. Sure. I'm okay. with Carl. Lounge music, what you're thinking? Is it porn or is it not? It is porno music. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Yeah, it is porno music. All I have down, though, I wrote beach sax. So. Beach sax. <laughs> That's all I wrote for that. Uh, so far, uh, Andy, you're doing pretty good so far. Thank you. you. Na- Name that drug, and you know, and now you're uh, one for one for porn. Here we go. Uh, is it porno or is it not? Yeah, I think that's more the hotel lobby thing I was talking about previously. <laughs> Come on, this is a different hotel? <laughs> what, are you, what am I doing? Running into different hotels recording their lobby music? <laughs> what are you? Hmm. I would say it could possibly be in one of them flicks, but it yeah. wouldn't be while they are, you know, doing engaging. Yeah. So I'm going to leave. Engaging what? Conversation? Yes, carnal conversation. <laughs> It almost sounds like a lounge band with the uh, the way the drum is. With right. the, uh, I don't know what those are called. Though. All right. Um, but I would say not. You're going not porn. Everyone's yeah. going not porn. Is it porn or is it not? It is oh. porno music. <laughs> yes, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Sin City Nights is the uh, show that it came from. All right, that's enough of that. Let's go another one here. Is this porn or is it not? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> What's not, going on, Carol? Be. What's going on? <laughs> Give me a scenario. I need an environment. I need an environment. Set the stage for <laughs> Set the you stage, can. please. What's happening here? <laughs> Andy, what's going on, man? It sounds like something like uh, an overseas type of music soundtrack to a skin flick. So I would say yes. You're going yes on porn. You, she's, Carol's going yes on porn. And uh, Carl. Porn. Everyone's going porn. <laughs> is it porn or is it not? It is not hey. porn on oh. music. <laughs> oh for 3. Oh for 3. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, not yeah, yet. Kevin, you're building us up. It is uh, from a TV commercial for the Aria Hotel in, in Vegas. Oh, well. What yes. do you do at that hotel? That's how I yeah, roll. That's what I want. You want to play a real quick game of uh, 70s porn or 70s game show? Yes. All right. Is, <laughs> is, this, is this a porn or a game show from the 70s? Here we go. Or is this one a porno or a 70s game show? Yeah. <laughs> they both sound like game shows. First one. Yeah. Or. So is one, one, yeah. one. <laughs> you and tell the other. me. What do you think? Are they both I'm, porn? Are they both game shows? I'm they both say both game shows. Both game shows. Carol. Both porn. Both porn. One number one is porn, and number two is a game show. This is number one. This is Debbie Does Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> and number two is ready. Uh-huh. Hot potato. Game show. <laughs> game show. Hot potato. Everyone, thank you for playing along. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for going to global with gas, man. Here on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. We are so glad you were able to join us today. And that's the end of our music time. But we'll play this, our going out music from the band Telephone and Rubber Band. Well, actually, that's the song. The band is the Penguin Cafe Orchestra. <sighs> what a way to end the show. Backwards. All right. The, <laughs> thank you guys for so much for coming in. Carol thank Pacey. Thank you for having us. This was fun. And the Honey Shakers. One more time online. Carol Pacey and the HoneyShakers.com. Excellent. And Carl, thanks for coming out. Always. All right. A pleasure. Uh, and for everybody out there, if you missed the show, it'll be online. Uh, just in, within the hour, prob- probably. So quickly, I can get that out online. Otherwise, it'll be on iTunes very soon. And uh, find us on Facebook. And don't forget to tune into my new show on the radio, K High Radio. It's 1580 a.m. in Colorado Springs, Colorado. com. I'm on Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So follow me online, and you will, uh, yes, you'll find everything there. Perfect. All right. Excellent. Thanks, you guys, for hanging out. Thank Thanks. you. All right, Carl. Have a good night. Everyone, Casa Sama tonight, Tempe? Nine yes. o'clock. All right. Can't yes. wait to see you. You're on the list. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>